My guest for our 100th episode has literally been a flipping success on two continents. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. Please stay tuned for our conversation with Ed Fox, Australian by birth, American by choice. If you buy and sell cars for a profit, or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee. I've been flipping cars most of my life, despite having almost zero mechanical skill. For the past dozen years or so, I've been a licensed used car dealer in the great state of Alabama. No matter what the topic, the number one goal of this podcast is to help our listeners make more money. Let's get to it, flippers. Hey, Ed. How you doing? Good day. Good day. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I, I was wondering what the... What, what the screen would look like when you came on. <laughs> Looked like me, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, you, you switched over to special Ed Fox jokes, dad jokes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nothing but dad jokes on the, on the TikTok channel. You know, as a, as a guy that's just turned 54, my kids were asking me, you know, like, dad, when are you going to slow down? I'm like, hell no, I ain't slowing down. <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just getting started, man. Yeah, war is not, you can't, you can't slow down at 54. Right, exactly. So I got a bunch of these different backgrounds. I've written a couple of dad joke books and they said, I said, oh, what do you guys know about TikTok? And they're like, oh, dad, stay away from TikTok. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a contrary kind of guy. That's that's all they had to do. (laughs) Right. As soon as they said, stay away from TikTok, I'm like, oh, I better learn this. So, uh, so I took on TikTok and I got like 300 dad joke videos up there now promoting my books. Well, I saw your, I saw your website. Uh, my favorite thing was, uh, the reviews where you click on the reviews and, and, uh, I, I'm recording already, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the reviews, uh, for Ed's website, I think you have four children. Is that right? I have, uh. I have three kids, three grown kids, but I have two that I've adopted kind of thing. One's an Afghani refugee that helped U.S. Special Forces. Okay. His name's Archie. And one's an Indian exchange student that came over and went to high school uh, when we lived in Kansas. And oh. so I kind of say I have five kids, three yeah. biological and two just by association. What, what, what I got from that, all of them all had the same review uh, at age 15. They all said, Dad, you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. That was that was what I put on that one. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. When my son Jason saw that, he said, Dad, why'd you do that? I said, because it's true. That's what you told me at 15. That was pretty funny. Yeah, my my son is uh, 37 now, I think. And and he he still frequently tells me that I'm wrong. But I, yeah. I know that now. So it doesn't really, <laughs> right. doesn't really bother me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So mine are 30. Uh, my uh, biological kids, Jason's 30, Brandon's 26, Ashlyn's 23. Mm-hmm. Archie, I think, has just hit 30, and Prabhjit has just hit 30 as well. So, ah, well, that's, that's pretty cool. Now, now it, you may have noticed, uh, I'm talking to the audience, that Ed, Ed has a, a unique accent for, for somebody who lives in Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> Ed, can you tell us a little bit about where you're from and where you live now and how, how that ha- came about? Sure. So uh, um, I, I currently live in Franklin, Tennessee, and will be for the few for a few years yet. But uh, I tell people I'm from the deep south, <laughs> southern hemisphere, right? 
I, I hear you, you know, you're in Alabama, so I always hear uh, I'm from LA, lower Alabama. Is that you right? Know, that's right. a valid L. So I say that about the same thing about Australia. I'm, I'm from the deep south. I'm a true southern accent from the southern hemisphere, uh, born and raised in Australia. I was minding my own business in a duty-free store. If you're an international traveler in a duty-free store, you can go in and you can purchase stuff tax-free. Mm-hmm. In 1989, and this girl walks in. She's five foot nothing, long black hair down past her butt. And she tilts her head at me and she says, you spent so long flirting with them New Zealand girls that I think you made me miss my bus for dinner. And even if you didn't, you should take me out. And I look around backwards and forwards and I, I sort of whisper to her, you know, I've heard of pushy American women. Now I've met one. <laughs> I said, I might sound like Mel Gibson, but I sure don't look like him. You know, back in 1989, Mel Gibson was hot, right? Right. Supposedly. I mean, I wouldn't know, but supposedly. And uh, she goes, no, but you're funny. I said, funny peculiar or funny ha-ha? She said, yes. I said, okay, I'll take you out. <laughs> and uh, as of uh, last February, we've been married 31 years. There so uh, it kind of worked out. So I ended, I ended up coming over to Kansas. We lived in Kansas for 30 years. As you know, I own a barter exchange in Kansas called, it's a trade bank franchise. Right. And when the trade bank franchise came available in Nashville uh, during COVID in 2020, I asked my wife, I said, hey, you had enough of Kansas? I said, how about we move to where there's some, actually some hills and some trees and stuff, but not just <laughs> cattle, wheat, corn and wind farms. And she goes, honey, I'll follow you anywhere. I'm like, most wonderful wife in the world. That's why she gets that uh, that name. Yeah, that's right. I noticed that. I noticed that. I, I didn't know if that was uh, something that she had to qualify for or, or you just. Uh... She, she let me build my own private cricket field in my backyard in Kansas, right? Oh, so I hosted cricket tournaments. Cricket's bat and ball sport. We're not chasing after little bugs or mm-hmm. collecting cell phones. Uh, cricket, British baseball. And right. so big cricket fan I am um, and grew up playing cricket, watching the Aussies even when they sucked, you know, when everybody else in the world was beating them. So uh, in 2002, we bought a block of land, uh, bought 15 acres just south of Wichita downtown mm-hmm. and about 15 minutes from downtown. And I built my own private cricket field and we hosted cricket tournaments from 2004 through to 2019 okay um from all over the country and all, actually some teams came from over the uh we had the uk special a uh, uk military team came in and played us uh, in 2010 or something but we've hosted a lot of games and we played in a league between tulsa oklahoma oklahoma city lawton oklahoma wichita kansas and stillwater oklahoma okay. and so we play we played with those guys as well a lot of indians pakistanis sri lankans bangladeshis so, so she got the most, sorry, she got the most wonderful wife in the world after she not only let me build the cricket field, she learned how to make Indian curries, mm. and she also learned how to score a cricket game. Now, this is a Kansas girl born and bred. Uh, Randy, what chance would you have of knowing how to score a cricket game? I, I do not. I, I was just going to say, exactly. how, big, how big is a cricket field? I don't I have no A cricket idea. field is, is four baseball fields back to back. I'm glad you asked. Wow. For those of you watching this, do they get to watch this on YouTube and, and Facebook too? They, they will, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is the cricket field we built. Oh, cool. uh, we're playing on that field wow. right now. You can, so you can see as the drone flies overhead. That's so it's about four baseball fields back to back, and you can hit the ball in any direction. Then we have a little inner circle. You want to try, you've got to keep so many fielders within that inner circle in the format we play. Hmm. Um, so that's my, that's my 15, that's 10 of my 15 acres that I built. Oh, the cricket beautiful, field of. beautiful property. 10 acres. Wow. Yeah, that's 10 acres. So the cricket field takes up about five. 
Okay. Um, and then we have a couple of shooting ranges actually back there. There's one shooting range and then there's another one somewhere else. So, so if, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, like most of the folks do, I yeah. uh, just want to let you know that this episode will be available on our, on our, uh, our YouTube channel too. So you can, you can go and see what Ed is talking about. Cause he's actually showing us his cricket field in the background. And the, the other thing is that, you are also going to be able to see two extremely handsome men. It's a, <laughs> it's just a, amazing. It'll be worth your, your while uh, just to do that. <laughs> so go, uh, I agree. So you've been in Nashville for about two years. Is that? Uh, we lived in Bowling Green, Kentucky, of all places, for the first year because my wife worked for a company north of Bowling Green. Oh, okay. And she finally left that company and said, "Look, we need to get to we need to get somewhere." where we can build our trade bank business, which is a business-to-business barter exchange. I know you've talked a lot about barter on this, both ITEX and trade bank, so both great companies. And I happen to be a trade bank franchisee. So uh, Mm -hmm. like I like to say, you know, your business may be missing out without your barter glasses on. Sometimes you got to put those on to get an idea of where all that money is that you're missing Mm -hmm. out on. So so we moved to Nashville and bought the uh, trade bank franchise. Well, we moved to Bowling Green in July of uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. And then just actually last Monday, we moved to Franklin, Tennessee, just so we could get in and really get in the nitty gritty and, and mm-hmm. start to uh, excite the members and, and build more membership. Great place. Franklin's a beautiful town. And it is. It's, it's gorgeous. I've played some music up there in the past, and, and I, I, it's, it's a great place to be located. And I'm so glad that you made it uh, through the, the tornadoes last week, too. It skipped over us. Like, as we were moving out of the apartments, three three uh, U-Haul trucks were moving in. We're sort of like, what's the deal? And they're like, oh, we lived over the road and, you know, we don't have an apartment anymore. That's, so, yeah, it's terrible what what happened there and, and the candle factory and stuff. So oh, yeah. being from Kansas for 30 years, you know, those tornadoes are always on our back door. We've come close multiple times. Yeah, um, it's such, a, such a crazy thing, the way they, they uh, can jump here and there. I, I know there's a uh, – we've – a partner of mine and I have built some houses and, and done some real estate. And there's one particular uh, development here that in beautiful houses. And it's almost like the tornado just came in and picked up one house and another house and then left everything else alone. It, it, wow. It's, it's yeah. pretty scary. And yeah, I, I, we're praying for all the folks up there. It's that's, that's terrible stuff. I, I saw that you had, uh, you had marked yourself safe. I was glad to, see that but i didn't i didn't realize you were living in bowling green up up until that time right yep and so uh how long have you lived how how long have you owned the uh the trade bank franchise in uh, wichita since 2013 i was a client as as most trade bank franchisees because you start out not understanding managed barter i mean we've all bartered in amongst ourselves and you know Mm -hmm. one of the things i loved about your podcast randy is that you know, I wasn't really interested, that interested in flipping cars, because if I if I started another business, my wife would kill me. I've got about 15. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I just loved what you were teaching people and the different guests that you have on talking about different tools. So, so I love that. that. Um, uh, and I know you talked about barter multiple times. So we understand that the barter is powerful, but I didn't really know how to use managed barter. And so I, I was a franchisee for another business called The Coffee News, which is a little brown restaurant right. reader. Right. And I had seven franchises of that, and I was only half full. Mm-hmm. And so the trade bank guy came to me. I signed up with another barter company called IMS. Mm-hmm. And then the trade bank guy, and IMS, great company, great people. 
but it didn't really work for me because they had so many other advertising companies that for mm -hmm. me to get any extra business, I was fighting all the same guys I was fighting for cash anyway. Mm -hmm. And so the trade bank guy came to me and said, look, I only have two or three advertisers. Uh, you know, I can guarantee you that we'll bring you more money than, than mm -hmm. anywhere else. And I'm like, nah. And he's like, look, it's a money back guarantee. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Well, the other company, no, no offense to them. They didn't give me money back guarantee. Mm -hmm. I trust you, John. I just don't trust your product. So anyway, I get in and he brings me 26 grand the first year. Now that's not normal. Mm -hmm. I, I found since buying it, you bring about five to seven grand, depending on the business. Restaurants, you can bring 20, 30, 40, 50, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, so I've owned that. I, I became a member in like October of 2012. And then I bought it in 2013, about mm -hmm. June, July. And we sure. took it from number 13 in the nation to number two. There you go. Yeah, pretty good. And 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 you, uh, the audience, the, the the flippers out there, you you have heard me talk about uh, barter. Uh, I know uh, Lisa Smith, our our our, our wonderful uh, franchise owner here in in the Huntsville, Alabama area, uh, came on our our show. She was my very first guest. Uh, I think wow. episode sixteen, and uh, and I've talked about barter so many times because it's such a big. <laughs> of what I do. I actually am a member of, of Trade Bank, ITEX, and, and IMS. Um, Trade Bank is, is my favorite. Uh, I, do, I do love the folks at IMS, but the closest, uh, my, my closest uh, trading mate would be in, in uh, Chattanooga. And that's where, right. that's where my broker's at. It still works out for me. And if you're, if you're in business out there and you're not doing barter, uh, you owe it to yourself to look into this. This uh, barter has made me hundreds of thousands of dollars and it's it, it's just fun it, it it changed changed my life about it was almost almost 30 years ago that i got involved and uh it's it's fascinating um we everybody that knows me knows i'm one of the cheapest sons of you know <laughs> any place I, I i literally eat off dollar menus whenever i go anyplace and then last weekend uh we went out for our christmas dinner we went to the nicest restaurant in the uh, Huntsville area, everybody uh, here has heard of Nick's Ristorante, and they've been a sponsor of our of our podcast. So lots of folks have heard me talk about them. You can't eat at Nick's for less than I don't know seventy five hundred dollars a head. And uh, you know, my my son kept saying, uh, "Is it okay if we get this, Dad?" And I said, "Yeah, whatever you want." You know, and and it's it's fascinating because barter allows us to live a different lifestyle. And uh, so if you're in the uh, if you're in the, the Nashville or Wichita area, definitely uh, contact Trade Bank. You want to be part of that. Yeah. And for those that are in other areas and, you know, as your podcast and your fame continues to spread worldwide, they will find barter organizations in those local cities. If mm -hmm. you're in Australia, New Zealand, Thailand, uh, the UK, then barter card might be a good option for them. That's 20,000 members in Australia alone. Oh, wow. And I know spread to other places around the world. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also some like out in Seattle, I think it is, there's a great one called, um, oh, now I just lost it, of course. I'll have to think about it. But there's a great barter company out there. There you go. That's the curiosity approach. You'll have to call <laughs> me to find it out. But anyway, not associated with Trade Bank. Trade Banks is, is predominantly a Southeast regional boutique. I like to call it a boutique barter company. Mm -hmm. I tend to find that the regional owners and the brokers spend more time with each client than the mm -hmm. bigger guys do. Uh, you know, that's what you say until you become the bigger guy, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, so, but there's definitely tons of other 
individual barter, uh, barter organizations around the country, your big ones are your, your IMSs and your, and your um, ITEXs, mm -hmm. but then you've got your boutique ones like Trade Bank, and then you've got individual city ones, which are also good. You can normally just Google barter exchange in mm -hmm. your city. And read some of the reviews and stuff. Understand there's always going to be negative. You know, you can't, you can help. What did my dad used to say? You can help some of the people some of the time, but you can't help all of the people all of the time. You know? That's right. Yeah. And it is, it's, I love that the, your story about the, the uh, coffee news. Um, when I, I, I've been in the publishing business too. Um, I published a uh, real estate magazine called Middleman in okay. Chattanooga. And, and it just fascinated me uh, how barter was the perfect thing i paid i paid for all my printing with barter i had virtually no cash outlay and uh and and once i sold my advertisers pretty much every single one of those advertisers never left me and right. uh, and then and then i just built the cash business around that but anyway these guys are probably saying randy what the hell are you talking about <laughs> they, they probably get used to that um now ed you you've gotten uh we've talked about the barter business but you've got other business interests ed's a an author he's a podcast host he's a he's a uh a, a cricket master uh <laughs> what uh now one of the things i know you, you've got some kind of thing called uh iq digital uh, iq2 right so iq2 digital it's uh, all things digital marketing uh one of the things i got i tend to start businesses when my friends are getting screwed over because mm -hmm. i cannot stand my friends paying too much for anything because I'm a bit like you Randy I, I hate paying too much for anything so when I find a good deal um, I tell everybody about it sometimes I make a little money off it most of the time I don't um, but so I, I got sick and tired of my friends being screwed over you know you get that call oh get listed on Google like rank number one or you Google my business listing is not good mm -hmm. well those guys do good things they just charge way too much for it Mm -hmm. Why do you think they call millions of people with robocalls? Because a percentage of people buy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I started with a friend, with two friends, actually. We started IQ2 Digital. And the idea is IQ, intelligence quotient, to digital. So let's move our, our knowledge. We might have a lot of knowledge in a lot of things, but we may not have it in digital marketing. Mm -hmm. So use us instead. So IQ2 Digital. So these people that are being charged $6.50 a month for bloody Google My Business Management, um, and we, we can really get them started for a couple of hundred bucks, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes we can just do an overall overview and tell them what to do. We do like a $300 class um, mm -hmm. one time uh, and we'll take trade for that. We don't care, trade or cash. Mm -hmm. And then we also do ongoing management for those that want it. We also build websites. Sales funnels is becoming a big thing, right? Sure. So especially for your car flippers. If they're not using a sales funnel to collect emails and to um uh, put promotional items out there and and give them a give them something for collecting that database and maybe promoting different cars that they have for sale they should look at a sales funnel they're cheap enough these days that the returns that i've been hearing that your guys have been getting uh, a sales funnel for a year you've got to sell two cars you know mm -hmm. so uh mm -hmm. Uh, That's definitely what so social media management reviews management are important mm -hmm. we all pick up our phones and say google uh used car lot i did it in madison and i found a truck in madison back before they went up like crazy right now mm -hmm. um uh, july of 2020 i found one and i was able to check out the bin number i saw that it had been wrecked he was very honest about it being wrecked and rebuilt 
And he said, hey, let me make a little bit of money on it. And I said, okay, well, you bought it for 2,800. Mm -hmm. I know you probably put about seven grand into it. So you got about eight and a half into it. I said, you probably got discount on the seven grand though for your materials. So let's call it four. So you got about seven into it. How about I pay you nine and a half? Mm -hmm. That'll give you two and a half if my numbers are right. He's like, how do you know what I paid for it? I said, you just search the VIN number and mm -hmm. it'll tell if you picked it up at an auction. Mm -hmm. Like, really? I'm like, yeah. So anyway, so I bought it and that thing has been a beast. I jumped in it, drove it to Wichita from Madison, Tennessee mm -hmm. and back and then out to South Carolina and back up to Columbus and back. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, so his reputation on his reviews was hugely important to me before I even went and visited the dealership mm -hmm. or the little car. It's hidden like in the back. I would have never found it because it's like on a back lot right. hidden off the main street. So anyway, so that's why I did IQ2 Digital. Mm -hmm. that's, that sounds like something that really could help a lot of our folks. Um, how do they, they just Google IQ2 Digital? Is that well, actually, the easiest way, if they want a free business analysis, we have a system set up through texting, which mm -hmm. is another great thing that you could sign people up for too, mm -hmm. is if you had a bunch of people that are always looking for vehicles and stuff, they could, they could register through a VIP program, which would cost you less than 50 bucks a month, probably. Mm -hmm. um, and they could text uh, a keyword that we helped you come up with to a, to a number, and that would enroll them in your texting program. And mm -hmm. then whenever you've got a car, you can just take a picture of it and text it out to everybody that signed up to get those notifications. That's so you idea. could imagine hundreds. And so we have, you know, even if you only do like, uh, 50 people on your texting list it's it's a no-brainer but i've got guys that are doing hundreds and 500 i think we max out about a thousand texts a month at, at the main level mm -hmm. um, but anyway so for them to get a free business analysis they can text the the letters i q and the number two mm -hmm. okay so if they just put in those three digits i q two to seven one four four one if they just send a text uh, we'll give them a free business analysis um, and, and look at their Google listing, look at look at everything that they're doing or not doing. There's no obligation, no charge. It was all about me being sick and tired of my friends being screwed over and being charged too much. Obviously, you need to make a profit to stay in business, mm -hmm. but you don't need to screw people over. And so we really like the way that we uh, we are taking that to the next level and, and competing I, with these guys. I like that. Ed. I, now, now the as you probably know, our our listeners are a combination of of experienced car dealers and all the way back to to uh, something we call curb stoners who are who are flipping cars uh, uh, and possibly even doing something that may be illegal and doing uh, open titles and and we're trying to educate everybody about how to do things the right way and they're we're all trying to work in the same direction so I'm not here to to judge anybody I'm here to help. And and one of the things I do uh, part time, I, I work for uh, the Alabama Independent Auto Dealers Association. I, I'm I'm uh, I think they call me a marketing consultant. And basically what that gives me a, a chance to call and talk to our our members. We've got over 800 uh, dealer members here in the state of Alabama. And and as I'm making those phone calls, I'm looking at at their representation on the website. And and the first thing I'm looking for is how are they represented? Do they have a website? Do they have right. do they have a a, a Google uh, my business page? Uh, I guess what that's called. And a lot of them don't. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of them. Eighty percent, actually, eighty percent of U.S. businesses haven't mm -hmm. claimed their Google My Business listing, mm -hmm. uh, but the majority of us search via Google these days. Sure. 
Sure, um, I know I do. So, yeah. so I, I try to update that for them while I'm doing it, just kind of a service of the, the association, just to make sure they're represented as, as well as they can be. I, all I do is, is bring that into the information on, on the association site. Um, and, and one of the big things that people are, are that we're dealing with, uh, it, no matter where we're on, at on that food chain of, of, of car flippers, is we can't find the inventory. We cannot, I, I was at the car auction this morning, like I go every Tuesday morning, and I, when, I, when I come away uh, empty, I make that note on my, my clipboard that I keep everything on. I have a physical clipboard that I carry around like some kind of old dude from the 1950s, and, and I know I've been writing that into that box so often empty uh, because it's just hard to buy. I mean, I could, you can always buy things if you're willing to pay for them, but it's just a very difficult time. So what Ed's talking about can help you on the sales side, like he's talked about, but it also, I'm sure there's a way that you can work this to help you on the buy side so that you're, this, this tool is giving you a better set of eyes to find the products that you, that you want. And, and I, I've given a lot of old school ideas. I mean, I, I literally walk the streets, use posted notes on people's cars, my business cards. I have a website called randybuyscars.com. Uh, we, we use that old school stuff, but Ed's ideas here are, uh, are something that's going to help you use the modern technology so that you don't have to get out and walk up and down streets like, uh, like yours truly does. But I do it for exercise too. So it, you know. right. Well, one of the great things we like to use with our texting program is mm -hmm. they could sign up. And if they spot a vehicle for you, mm -hmm. it's really easy to get them a $10 uh starbucks gift card or something yeah if you're on barter then you can get some great restaurant gift cards exactly right and then you can say hey sign up for our free and and opportunity to win if mm -hmm. you spot us a car deal that makes sense and we close the deal um mm -hmm. you know either we're paying a cash referral or we'll give you this discount or we'll give you this card or you know so you can use texting for that way too mm -hmm. um email um MailChimp, if, you, if you're not using email marketing, MailChimp allows you to have 2,000 registrants, uh, contacts for free, mm -hmm. um, constant contact. There's a few of them out there. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing um, that I've been really in, um, working is my card system. Um, I, you know, I talked a little bit about oh, yeah. you, Randy. So yeah. one, of the, one of the things, I sent out a postcard like this the other day. It, uh, for those of you that are listening on the podcast, it's just a postcard that's covered in cheese balls, mm -hmm. right? You know, those cheese puffy things that you like to eat like Cheetos, but not long. And so it says uh, on the back, I put, we send the cheesiest cards. <laughs> you know, uh, the other one I like to do is I have a series of postcards that I use. Uh -huh. And on the back, we just put, my wife and I put our picture and then we say, this is just a gift for you. And it says, thank you for being you. We appreciate you. And on the front, it'll, it'll have a quote. So this quote today is, no one is perfect. That's why pencils have erasers. Mm -hmm. And we've set that up on an automated system. We, send, we sign up somebody on that. And we send out 13 different postcards throughout the year. Mm -hmm. oh, that's one, these are one of my quotes. Uh, failures are common, not a period. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. um, and so the, people get these one a month. Uh -huh. So imagine using a card system like this to keep in touch with your uh, frequent shoppers mm -hmm. or your frequent referral people. Mm -hmm. um, I, so I have an, an affiliate business through Mailbox Power. 
And uh, the thing I love about mailbox power is that it allows me to send unlimited postcards for just the cost of postage. Mm -hmm. So what that means for me is that I can, I can really reach out, and, but I know what my budget is going to be. And so my affiliate link is mailboxpower.com forward slash Ed Fox. Okay. If you don't think I've earned the affiliate link, just go to mailboxpower.com. But you're going to pay the same price either way. So why not kick me back some? Exactly. So um, mailboxpower.com forward slash Ed Fox. So I pay 49 bucks a month. And I get I get to send fifty business cards, uh, fifty real greeting cards. They're as good as anything we buy at Kroger or Publix or whatever. Mm -hmm. I like this one. It says uh, I send it to people I meet for the first time. It says one universe, eight planets, one hundred and ninety-five countries, eighteen thousand islands, seven seas, seven point eight billion people, and I had the pleasure of meeting you. <laughs> right. And so then I just put a good day. I put my link to TikTok. I put a dad joke in there. And then I say something like, it's awesome to meet you. And I look forward to following your success, cheering you on, growing up. It could say whatever. But then the cool thing is on the back, they have my contact details. But it doesn't, feel, it doesn't feel like one of those insurance cards where you get the business card in a birthday card that he had his secretary write. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't feel like that. This feels like the legit deal. So no, that's really, that's really good. It is. It's a little old school, but I like old school. Well, especially when you can do it for, uh, you know, when I can send a thousand postcards out and I'm only paying postage. So for 49 bucks a month with 50 cards, like I got this from a friend a couple of years ago. That's how I got onto this. Uh -huh. She put my picture on the front and says it was so wonderful to meet you and hear your story. Uh -huh. And so that's uh, this is uh, four years old. I've never never thrown it away. Right. That's You're not going to throw away. So you just go to their Facebook, pick a picture and. Well, that's what I saw with the postcards. I was thinking those are things I would keep. Right. Exactly. And so that's why I did these quote postcards, because the first time I sent one of these out, I just sent one out and I walked into the guy's office and he had it pinned up on his wall. Exactly. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, so, yeah. So for the money, for 49 bucks a month, I can send 50 main greeting cards mm -hmm. and they could be business. They could be personal. They could be whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I can send unlimited postcards. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't go into Kroger and buy 10 gift cards for 50 bucks these days. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, I don't want to deal with the parking. I don't want to deal with the people, you know. So Mailbox Power allows me to do all this stuff at night. It allows me to set up an automation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what I'm able to do is if I've got a card where I, I, I always use for, say, meeting people with your car guys at auctions or whatever, Mm -hmm. They could set up an automation where it just all they do is put in the contact information, get their get their address, and it automatically changes out the first name, and mm -hmm. all the rest of the text stays the same. So you don't it cuts down on a lot of work. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, Ed is uh, one thing I'm 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 realizing here is I'm going to have to actually go back and listen to my podcast and write down all the things you're saying. I'm going to have to start working harder. Uh, this, that, this is all really good stuff. And I hope, I hope everybody that's listening is making notes and I'll try to take some of these notes and put them in the, the show notes on the, the, uh, our website and in, the, in wherever you're listening to the podcast and on, on our, uh, you want to watch this one on the YouTube channel because Ed's got all this stuff in the background. This cat knows how to operate. And he's got a Santa Claus hat on top of his uh, Crocodile Dundee hat. And he's got an American flag shirt on. I mean. Hey, look, Randy, <laughs> Australian by birth, American by choice, mate. That's good. You know, but uh, I am open. I love talking business, right? I love talking to any business. 
uh, I, I started my first business at age 15, left school as a ninth grade dropout, built it to a half a million dollar business within three years, mm -hmm. in 1983 to 19, actually five years, 1988, we sold it. Uh, Mum and dad came in after the first year because they said I was killing myself. So if you guys want to talk business, mm -hmm. um, we'll have my phone number and contact details. I, I love talking to everybody about everything because I always learn so much, right? You, you learn so much from different people's perspectives. And that's what I've loved about your show. When I first started, Lisa said, oh, listen to Randy's uh, Flipping Genius. And I said, well, what's it about? He said, uh, you know, flipping cars. I'm like, eh. So I listened to the first one. I was like hooked, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'll listen to that. My wife's like, we're not going to flip cars, are we? I said, no, no, but he has got great guests that teach. I mean, I'm getting stuff for the trade bank business. I'm getting stuff for the marketing business. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate you having me on. I really appreciate the diversity of guests mm -hmm. that you've had on the show too. No, it's, it's, what's your, you've got more than one podcast now, right? You, I know you've I'm got running three podcasts. I'm running seven YouTube channels, 17 <laughs> Facebook pages, uh, and one TikTok. I want to make another TikTok for business. But I'm trying to figure out how I can find the time because I can't find the time. <laughs> yeah. so I do a networking education YouTube channel, which mm -hmm. I've got two seasons up there of, of different uh, topics about how to do effective networking because mm -hmm. I never knew. Then I've got the Bada Bing Bada Boom. It's just that easy. You've been a guest on our Bada Bing Bada Boom podcast. Uh -huh. Then I've got a friend out in New York that I met last year on a mastermind group on Zoom. Him and I do a wake-up call with Ed and Paul, which is talking about business success and failures. And we're on all the major podcast platforms, YouTube and Facebook. I just record them here on Zoom and mm -hmm. then throw them up on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube as well. Man, that's so is there one place that, that they can go to find all of your all, all these things you're doing? No, but I'm building it. Okay. 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 Well, so right now, the best way is to go to my LinkedIn profile. It's uh, linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Aussie Fox. And that's A-U-S-S-I-E-F-O-X. Okay. But, um, I'll, you know, I'll definitely send you an email with all my contact details that you can put in the show notes. Absolutely. If anybody wants my, wants my phone number, it's 316-200-4135. Again, 316-200-4135. There you go. Well, I tell you, Ed, Ed can help you with a lot of things, and I've I've, I've enjoyed listening to your uh, to your your barter podcast. Uh, not just because I was on it, uh, that that always helps me because I got a huge ego. Um, but uh, it, it, if you are out there and you're saying you're still thinking, maybe I I don't really understand what barter is about. That's a really good place uh, to look. And of course, I I think that we've talked another. There's another one called uh, uh, that I've recommended to everybody called the uh, Profit Through Barter. Uh, is a buddy of mine down in Florida who I can't think of his name right now. And he's only done a few episodes because he's so busy out having a good time, literally all around the world. This guy travels on right. Twitter and he's, it, that's a lot of fun too. And, and Ed has so much more to offer as, as you've heard. Um, one thing I, I want to ask you about too is, you know, you said you, you didn't want to get into flipping cars, but I got a hunch that you've done some flipping because you, you know, people don't wind up where you're at without doing it uh have you the funnest flip i ever did the funnest flip was on postage stamps uh-huh <laughs> i had this guy that uh he had a he had a, a mailing business uh -huh. and he had a client that was going to new zealand skiing and the guy wanted to have a bunch of pre already done postcards and gift cards and stuff that he could actually mail from new zealand 
-hmm. And this guy didn't know how to get stamps from New Zealand. This is 96, maybe 97. Uh -huh. And I said, he, so he calls me up. He says, oh, you're from Australia, aren't you? I said, yeah. He says, can you get me postage stamps from New Zealand? Uh, I don't know. He's like, look, I'll give you 500 bucks to make it worth your while if you do that. Okay, let me see. So I go to NewZealandPost.com, which had a website, 1996, pretty, pretty front, you know, forward-thinking mm -hmm. postal service. And I said, hey, can I buy, you know, what do you want, a thousand stamps? Can I buy a thousand uh, stamps? What would it cost me to mail a postcard from New Zealand to America? And they said, oh, it's this much. Yeah, and the, yeah, we'll just mail you the stamps if that's okay. And I said, okay, well, what's shipping? So all in, I told the guy, hey, look, all in, I can get those mailed to you in in uh, a week for x number of dollars he said okay and then i'll add 500 for you if you can put it on your credit card so uh, is that a flip i don't know exactly. i think i flipped him i i tell you last night I, I a couple i'm a songwriter and a couple buddies of mine that are also songwriters who went out and and uh and did christmas caroling last night um we uh, two of us were uh uh the old uh buffalo water buffalo hats like you saw fred flintstone wear okay, flintstone, yeah. and, uh, my my one friend wore a a wig like uh uh that that crazy painter that used to be on tv i can't bob ross bob ross so he had the big curly hair wig and and uh anyway that, that had nothing to do with it we were riding in a really nice golf cart that that my friend tory he, he, his deal is he's always got to have two. He won't flip one until he has a second one because his wife says, we need a golf cart to get around yeah. the neighborhood in. And yeah. so we're writing in this, and I I don't know about golf carts, but I know Tori makes a lot of money flipping golf carts. It's just a little side thing he does. While we were riding, I was holding his guitar, which he had a pretty nice, pretty nice, I think it was a Taylor guitar that I was I was holding. And I know that, that Tori also makes a ton of money flipping guitars you know this is all flipping cars are what we talk about here but it's all universal if i well, look over I, there i got 18 guitars over there so uh I, I i tend to do some flipping of different things as well so i it's all it's all something that that, that my wife just whispered like through the door like trying not to be heard but she said dude you flip all the time i'm like she goes remember i saw so i worked for sears in the 90s right i worked for sears Mm -hmm. And I would buy all their clearance camcorders because after Christmas, everybody would return their camcorders. So oh. I would buy like seven of the same camcorder mm -hmm. and put it in the, like the penny power thrifty nickel kind of thing that went sure. out every week before the internet. And I would list one mm -hmm. and I'd make about 200 bucks on it, but I'd have seven of them. Right. And so people would call up, you got, you got that one. Oh yeah, I've still got it. I've still got it. Like I've got three people interested, but I still got it. <laughs> so you just reminded me I flipped a ton of stuff from I made more money flipping stuff I bought at Sears on dis on clearance. Mm -hmm. I didn't sell it as new. I said it's an open box. Um and, and I made more money doing that than actually working at Sears. So I kept my job there for four years just working part-time just uh, so I could get the deals. I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Well I, I knew I, I knew without even asking for sure that, that you had done a lot of flipping and and I I mean because it's it's just uh it, it has to be in oh, your right now. And I wanted to bring that up, folks, because because uh, Ed knows our business, even though he's not, you know, mired in the, the depth of our business. So when you're talking to Ed Fox, you're talking to, to you know, a brother flipper who, who understands what we're trying to do and he can help you. So I, I encourage you to contact him. 
you're going to uh, see all of his contact information in the show notes that that are, are available wherever you're listening to the podcast or if you're watching the video, you'll see him down there. And and uh, I, I, he's going to help you make money, you know, and that's and and that's the number one goal of the Flipping Genius podcast is to help our listeners make more money. And uh, I, I feel pretty good about having you on here. Ed. This is going to this is a good deal. And uh, I hope I hope it makes you a couple bucks. Yeah. I, I, I have fun and, you know, I, I love sharing business stories and I'll, I'll spend time talking business stories all the time. You know, we're not going to go on our deathbed going, oh, I wish I'd made another hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. We're going, oh, I wish, you know, I wish I had more time with family. I wish I had more time with friends. And so we have to have balance. And that's taken me a lot of years to figure out, Randy, mm-hmm. is because I love working. I, this ain't work. You know, I love doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to understand that you got to have some balance. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, my wife said she'll lean over my shoulder sometimes when I'm talking to somebody and she'll say, now, look, listening to Edwards, like drinking from a fire hose. You have to tell him when you're starting to drown. Cause I, I've got all these years of experience and all these stories from other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can adapt that to fit different industries. Right. That's what I love about your podcast is I get to listen to it. And I'm like, well, how can I make that fit barter? How mm-hmm. can I make that fit building websites? How can I make that fit selling card services? You know, what, what can, how can I make it fit? And so I think sometimes we get so closed up in our box and we don't want to look outside the box, but that is key to growing our business and being at the forefront and being ahead of the game, mm-hmm. uh, educating. You know, my dad always said there's five things that will make us who we are. He says the people you associate with, the books you read, and, you know, the tapes you listen to. So it's going back a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the events you attend, if you attend seminars and the actions you take. You know, I'd always heard the first four and never the actions you take, but you've got to have action with this other stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I've, uh, I've run into situations where, you know, the old thing, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Uh, I'm, I'm in a situation right now with a a young businessman that I'm trying to help and we've, we put everything there. It's got to, got to take that action. And, uh, and I've, I've seen it in our, uh, We've got a group, Ed. We we call it the uh, the Flipping Forum. It's a, a Facebook group. Coming up on I think five hundred members on that group. Oh, cool. We've got twenty uh, car flipping groups, flipping genius groups on Facebook. I think twenty or twenty two of them around the country where you can sell your your vehicles on there. And um, these are these are all designed to help our, our our listeners make money using using the same tools that I use uh, here in Alabama. Our group here in North Alabama, between the two groups, we have about 36,000 members and you know, that are buying and selling cars. They're not all car flippers. They're just selling their own cars. And I kind of like to be in the middle of all that. Um, right. And so it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's exciting to have you on here because I know you are a doer. And this is, uh, this is fun to, to encourage people to think that way. You know, don't, you're going to make a mistake, but like you said, what do you say? That's a, that's a comma, not a period. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, failure is a comma. It's just a pause, right? You pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, you start all over again. Um, guys, something worth doing is worth doing poorly until we can <laughs> learn to do it well. Unless, of course, it's tax. If you're an accountant, you probably <laughs> want to get your education. Or if you're a surgeon, you know. But they do say it's a practice. You know, they're still practicing. So, um, something worth doing is worth doing poorly until we can learn to do it well. If it's not going to kill somebody, if it's mm-hmm. not going to maim somebody, then you know you don't have to be great at it. 
That's right. You can get better public speaking. I sucked at public speaking. Now you can't shut me up. <laughs> well, that's that's a that's a good tip, and I I think uh, I think this we've shared a lot of good stuff. We well, we're a couple smart smart cats. Hey, hey, I, I appreciate you so much coming on the, the podcast. I, I I know you got other stuff to do, so I'm gonna let you get going. I'm gonna okay. tell everybody, hey, let's work together. <laughs> let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses. <laughs>